Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. Getting him, I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, getting himself a little revved up, getting his hat ready, Mr. Andy Motter. Are you excited for a Thursday? We got a lot going on here. I know again, a lot of you will lament the lack of football, but plenty to fill your bucket, if you will. Yeah, I was taking off my sweatshirt and I hit the space bar and that started my Spotify. And all of a sudden there's tunes playing and it was a disastrous start to a show. So I thank you for grabbing the reins, which I mean, you always do. You're the, you're the intro guy. You nail it every day. Uh, earlier in the week when Matt was here, I had to just, I just butchered it, buddy. It wasn't good. <laughs> I, I don't know why I don't practice it. I can, there's hundreds of episodes I could just sit and watch and practice the uh, the thing that you say at the beginning. But uh, how'd the NBA go last night? I know the Hawks won. I know that the other, the Cavs, did you bet on the Cavs? The Cavs did not. It was a, um, a one, a one, and game. one night. I was, haven't done one of those thought, in quite some time. I thought there was talks of a push. Yeah, it was Hawks minus two covered, Cavaliers minus three, did not. And um, the Mavericks minus four, thanks to some late free throws, landed right on the number. So congratulations to anybody who got three and a half on the Mavericks, if that was a thing. Then you went two and one, but one, one and one, pretty fine. And I had a fun parlay that I dumped in one of the chats. I had the Timberwolves oh. to win the first quarter, Hawks to win the game. That's why nice I was going to bring that up. That was, a, that was a nice little same game parlay. I think people, you know, and, oh, if you see the numbers for same game parlays, Jesus, they are making money off that. Um, so th- the thing is, like these people that put like 10 legs together, there's no properly way to, to price. Is this a good number or a bad number? Like when you have two things like with what you had that are negatively correlated that they give you a big enough number on, I think it's a really good idea. And I, I liked what you did there with the, like you just said, the Timberwolves to win the first quarter outright, but lose the game. Uh, lose the game against the spread, I believe, even. So yeah. congrats to you. That was nice. That was almost 5-1, to one, I think, on a, just a two-legger. Beautiful little bet there. And uh, we'll be back at it. We're back at it today. We didn't even get a chance to touch on NBA from two days ago because we had such a long conversation with Flaky yesterday. But your Timberwolves team total from two days ago got there, right? It did. I think, it's been a nice I think that was the here. only way to win money on the Timberwolves besides – you know the money line i guess you want to lay that <laughs> they didn't cover but they hit their team total so nice nice angle by you there i like the less stress free bets i mean we're gonna have a team total tonight i just think in general it's you know you take a lot of variance out of it I, yes the other team does affect you know the points scored by the team you're betting on for the team total but you are kind of just combining yourself to that one team and how they're going to kind of react what type of shooting night they're going to have who's going to be on the floor there and a team like the Timberwolves, they're going to put up points every night. It's just whether or not, you know, a team like the Knicks, as we saw is not able to keep up with them, but a lot of other teams are. So it's nice to kind of get, get rid of it and make things a little more simple. But speaking of simple, it's Thursday night. We have just three games on the NBA slate. They will be free to watch. I'll be bouncing back and forth between this and uh, whatever tennis coverage we get a chance to watch. It's been a little funky on the apps, but don't worry people. you got to go all the way past the NCAA and even the NCAA women's, but it's all there. You know, just got to, got to hunt for it a little bit, but back to basketball, the Pacers, um, the game here in the late slot against the Warriors struggling. looks like they'll be without Sabonis here. Um, I can't remember if this is the last game of the road trip or second to last game of the road trip, but they go against the Pacers team that 
is being adjusted for Draymond Green being out, as they should be. He's a tremendous defensive player. He's the favorite to win defensive player of the year right now. He makes a big difference on that end of the floor. But when he is off the court, you know, Golden State makes the proper adjustments, playing other guys more minutes, moving things around, slowing the pace down, going with some more conservative schemes defensively to adjust. And again, they're going against a Pacers team that's just been brutal all gear um, and happy to bet this team that you know I've got right around 99 points. So 102 and a half looks pretty good to me going on the under there. The other two games, you've got the Pelicans and Knicks. That one looked pretty close. Um, some smart people in our chat are on the Knicks. I actually kind of like the Pelicans, so I'll pass on that. And then Suns, a short road favorite here against the Mavericks. Tough spot for the Mavericks, but it's one of those situations where I don't know if the three and four back-to-back thing is being – Know, looked at correctly because all the games were at home a lot of them against really poor teams um, I think there's a chance that maybe that's not worth kind of the adjustment you're seeing there either way the Suns have been great they've been really consistent so I wouldn't you know hate the idea of putting the Suns down as a short favorite but I'm not quite there yet so just a Pacers team total under for me to start probably parlay that with something not the team total just play that straight up with the Suns the Suns uh, play for there um and look at this Power Trip Quotes is just nailing the chat with some plays today. I like that when mm. the chat puts plays up there. It's fun when they hit Dan, because Dan will sometimes play those. Like, because he's, uh, he's not, <laughs> you know, he's able to pay a little more attention sometimes than, than I am to the chat while I'm yakking away here. And I think he got himself an AFCON winner the other day with a live bet. Um, yes. I had a bit of a morning. Just busy <laughs> with other things tired honestly a little groggy a little logy so i didn't get all my college basketball bets in now there is a game starting here in 25 minutes northern north florida florida state make up a covid game non-conference game with an acc team that i'm not playing if you want to play that i'd enjoy yourself because it's an 11 a.m basketball game and god kind of almost have to bet those in fact after this i might look and see if anyone i know who bets and models these has a line on that one in about an hour, because I have a meeting after this, I'm going to put together the rest of my hoops card. I only put in three plays because I only got partway through and I was busy. And I said, you know what? I'd rather do something rather than nothing. I know I'm playing these three. I'm going to pare down the rest of my card. I have about 30 games that I'm looking at. Not that many. I probably like 20. But I'm looking at I have to pare that down and decide which ones I'm actually going to bet. But for now, I do have three plays. I put them in on the app. The first one being... Your Montana Bears? Just Bears. Grizzlies. Grizzlies Bears. My Montana? Our Montana? My Montana Montana? I don't know who we're talking about. You said yours, so I don't know. I'm talking, it's in the Royal Yor. I'm talking to the audience in general anyway, but uh, I have Portland State a worse team than, uh, than I guess the rankings do, than the Ken Palm numbers do. Like they are very, 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 very low in my offensive rankings. Defense is okay, but they can't hit a three-pointer. They don't actually attempt all that many three-pointers. They turn the ball over quite a bit. And Montana's, you know, a middle-of-the-pack school whose maybe only downfall is some of the offensive rebounding. They don't turn the ball over. They make their free throws. It's like the opposite of what I say when I bet a dog. I would (laughs) hate to bet. I love betting a dog when the favorite turns the ball over and can't make free throws. It's great for end of the game stuff. So Montana three and a half, you should be able to find that just about everywhere. I saw some people hanging four, but the three and a halfs were a plenty. Tulsa Golden Hurricanes. 
from Tulsa, Oklahoma, of course. This is a plus eight. This team is oh for their conference. They have not won a conference game yet. They're not a bad team. They're just near the middle to the bottom of their conference, and that's why they're an eight-point dog here to Cincinnati. The thing is, they've played better teams than this, and they haven't lost a conference game by more than five points yet. All these games are close at the end. They're the kind of team that can hang with these teams. They're not that much worse than the top of this conference. Obviously, Memphis is a bit of a anomaly, just being how disappointing Memphis has been. But they played with, they lost to Memphis by three. They lost to Temple by five. They lost to Houston, who was a top ten team by just two points at home the other day. Granted, three out of those four losses were home games. This is an away game, but I have this closer to like five and a half. Tulsa getting over there is kind of that magic number of six, seven. Like hopefully teams aren't following when they're down by six with very short time left, like Canasius. But Tulsa getting the eight here, I love quite a bit in a nice spot for them. And then a total would be Weber State under 138. They take on Idaho State. Idaho State is actually the team that they just played. And if you want to look at this, they scored, what was it, 139 in that one? I don't have I don't have Idaho State scoring that much in this one. In fact, I don't, I don't have either team scoring that much in this one. But I, I do think this one is a little lower scoring. I don't know if there's an angle there as far as uh, two teams that literally just played each other. We had a lot of this last year where, remember, like, was it army there was somebody who only played like three <laughs> or four teams you know they, yeah. they just played like four teams four times each it was something goofy yeah, one of the smaller conferences like, like that but um, we do run into this every so often especially with the covid years and the reschedules and stuff so this is a this is a game that has already happened essentially in a different setting, it was a home game for Idaho State. Now they go to Weber State. I don't expect them to play very well. Their last three away games, they scored 43, 54, 40. If you want to go one further, they played Cal. They only scored 46. I have them modeled out into the 50s. So Weber State under 138 is a nice look for me. And uh, we'll move on to tennis. It's fun. I paid attention a little last night. Had some decent matches. The women, the women's straw is clearing out. Muguruza out of there. Other other players kind of uh, starting to starting to clear the way for some of the girls. It's interesting. Barty just is trucking. She does. She has been playing really well. But as you mentioned, you know, three names. Unfortunately, one of our outrights, uh, Elena Rybakina, had to retire after losing the first set. Again, didn't seem like she was maybe a thousand percent healthy, but. Uh, the two big names that lost in, in normal play, Annette Contevay gets taken out by Clara Towson and Garbina Muguruza, like you said, taken out by Alizé Cornet. Starts to clear out the draw a little bit. And as you start to look at the outrights now, Barty's still the favorite right around two to one. Simona Halep slides up into the two spot at six to one, just ahead of Osaka. They're both right around six to one, honestly. And then our girl, the pole, Iga Sriantek there at seven to one. Everybody else kind of falling around at the bottom. Sabalenka's actually dropped back a little bit despite having won a couple of matches. Very odd. Um, the men's side, not, nothing. I was flipping through. I don't think we, have, we haven't had a big upset yet on the men's side. We're going to have a pretty great third round. I was looking. There's a bunch of really good third round matches, but the men's side here is still pretty stable. Um, did you have any general thoughts on, on the uh, brackets or stuff before we get into some picks? 
Not really. It, it is like, you know, Barty and Halep are playing very well, so that's tough. But I think we have some good value on Kredchikova. Kredchikova still, and obviously the early number, which wasn't a very long number, but getting that number on Medvedev is looking pretty good. Although he did drop a set to local boy Nick Kyrgios. I think he's, he's still in pretty good shape. So I think we're, we might just be heading for the, the collision course that we thought we might see. That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be good. Again, it's it looks like it'll be Zverev there and Medvedev, the women's side. Still some stuff to shake out. Let's jump into some picks. And um, I'm expecting maybe a little more fireworks here. Um, I was looking at the matches, you know, that are going to be on tonight. Again, it's it's been tough here on the women's side. You have just a lot of really big favorites. But, you know, Jessica Pagula, should she be minus 450 over Parisas Diaz? Probably not. But do I want to back Diaz at three and a half to one? Also, no. I mean, Spitalina's been really tough. She's plus 240 against Azarenka. Curious to see what she can do. Our outright Krejcikova's minus 420 against Ostapenko, which is more right than it is wrong, but you can never feel safe going against Penko. Anything is possible. The Bedosa-Kostic match will be kind of fun. Madison Keys has been rolling, but maybe Wang Jian can catch her on a tough day. Zachary Kudermatova is another one I kind of passed on, but a couple big numbers here. We'll start with Amanda Anasimova. She continues to play great tennis, carrying in the momentum from the end of this season, a little bit of world team tennis, you know, her title run to start the season. She's just been fantastic. She is plus 250, and you can also get plus four and a half games. Um, I'm starting to see some plus fours. Plus four is okay. You know, maybe look for a plus one and a half sets to it, like plus 115, plus 120 or better. But Anna Samoa here, I think, has a great shot, not only to take a set off Naomi Osaka, but I think really beat her. She can t- Osaka is at her best, one of the best, if not the best hardcore players on the WTA tour. She's been playing solid tennis, but, you know, against uninspiring competition and hasn't really looked lights out yet. You know, it's hard to tell if she hasn't really reached in for her best tennis yet and is just kind of feeling her way through it. But I think this is a great spot for Anna Samova, not only to pull the upset, but at the very least to keep it close. So grab the money line here at plus 250 and the spread at four and a half games. And then some really big numbers there. Um, Camilla Georgie, one of the absolute hardest players to handicap, you know, match <laughs> to match here in the WTA because she doesn't play a ton of tennis. But from time to time, she kind of comes into the year, blows through a few weeks, has just, you know, this top end ability and this aggressive style of play where when her serve is on, on some faster courts, she's really able to hit winners. She goes against Ashley Barty. Now, Barty's probably going to win the match, uh, although I don't know if, you know, Georgie should be an eight to one underdog here. You know, you're looking at a break-even probability of right around 11%. I think well more than 11% of the time, Georgie is able to find some peak tennis here to win the match and to win a set here, you know, plus 300, you know, that's normally something I would expect to see just for the first set money line, let alone to win any set here. Again, Georgie can kind of get hot. And we've also seen Barty kind of feel the pressure, especially in Australia, you know, Biff a couple games or two and drop a set. So um, Anna Samova, again, feel great about her. I think she's a good chance to win there. And then Georgie, again, it's just, it's a numbers play. I, I know it's, Barty will probably win. I more than expect to wake up and see this, at, you know, kind of 6-1, 6-2, something like that for Barty. But there's a chance that Georgie finds some great tennis. Barty gets a little spooked and, and we see an upset here. I like a big-ass dog like that. Eight to one? Give me that. And the plus 1.5 sets for sure. 
nothing feels worse than not having that that safety <laughs> net after it's six four and she's up five two in the second set and then loses the next nine points. And you're and sitting there power trip. I don't know if Sanka's still alive. I think he's still alive. I mean, he looked healthy last time we saw him. He's generally kind of a healthy looking guy these days, but I don't know oh, if he's really? playing any tennis. He's like thirty-five years old. He's he been shows around. up in France from time to time, collect some checks. He'll play Montpellier. <laughs> Montpellier? I can't say I it very well. It's I'm not French. very good. We Skip need, all the we need food snob in here. Um, one <laughs> Aussie bet for me tonight. Just kind of a chalky favorite here. But the more I looked at this, I don't I don't think uh, Radu competes very well here. Kelly tried to warn me off this. Kelly tried to warn me off Opelka, though, to be fair. And he says, Zverev always drops a set early. This is not the same Alexander Zverev that we've seen in years past. Like, he's matured a little. I think the five-set curse or whatever you want to call it. You should listen to the most recent Freakonomics. They talk about curses and superstitions. Like, at, the, at a certain point, it was a trend, though. Like, hey, this guy struggles in best of five. But he's played very well. He has a couple 3-0 wins, a couple very easy 3-0 wins. Radu is a qualifier. Maybe his best win in qualifying was Yao Sousa. He hasn't played anybody. He beat he dropped a set to Nishioka, who is not playing well right now. That's not a good sign. And then he played some kid I've never heard of, Vukic. It's like a uh, uh I'm assuming maybe another qualifier or wild card since he is from Australia. So Radu, not all that impressive. The 3 0 win here is priced around 330, minus 330. So basically, we just need to have that happen. And you need one set to be a double break. You're just looking for a double break at some point here because you can go, even if you don't get the serves right, if the serves land in the wrong way and he wins 6 4, 6 4, that double break ends up. Well, I guess it could end up in the wrong way. You could end up 6-4, 6-4, double break right at the end for 6-3, and that's a problem. But that's that would be that would take some unique circumstances. So we're looking for yeah. Um, and and the tie the tie break prices too. They, this is not going to be a tie break kind of match either. The the price for no tie breaks is like minus three fifty. So looking for a six four six three six two kind of look here and Zverev Albert under twenty eight and a half minus fifteen. I like it. I like that look a lot. And I, you know, the six four, six four, six three is kind of something you worry about. But you look at some of these matches, I mean, those third sets, it's kind of things I liked in some of these men's matches. I was picking those off live last night. If you have somebody come out and win the first two sets pretty convincingly, that third set is generally very quick, especially if it's an underdog. So it could even be like a seven, five, six, three, six, one kind of thing. I mean, you know, Radu gives them gives them a tough set, gets put away in the second and just kind of packs it up and goes home. Yeah, that's where I'm hoping if you haven't got your double break by then, I'm not terribly worried because you do see some of those <clears throat> less than effortful. The, the only worry would be he's playing in front of a home crowd. You know, it's, or excuse me, no, I'm, 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 I'm on a different match altogether. I'm still thinking of this Australian guy. I don't know if he'll have any support. I'm thinking <laughs> that maybe the, the crowd won't be supporting Alexander, though. I don't know if they like him there. I keep getting Millman in my head for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a little while since we've seen him. Yeah, Redu Albert. People are playing good tennis. Redu Albert, not Australian. He's definitely Redu Albert. Moldovan. Oh, I'm gonna look that up. I swear he's Moldovan. maybe Romanian or something. We're gonna look this. One of those Eastern Moldova, European Moldova countries. Macedonia. It starts with an M. 
Moldova. From Eastern Europe. Moldovan. Thank you, Dan. I'm just waiting for the chat to populate the name of a country. Um, All right. Well, just some tennis and basketball today. We don't have football yet. I talked a little bit last night on the deep dive of some picks I'm going with this weekend, if you want to catch that. Um, Something I am seeing, and obviously uh, with our new sponsor, PropSwap, I'm going to mention this. I'm not real good at like scripted ad reads. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Just, I'm going to, I'm going to ad lib those anyway, halfway, I, I get halfway through it. So I'm going to mention something. And this is something uh, Brian over on BetSports has put together a couple blurbs about. You can't do this unlimited, but with this deposit match, if you're looking at placing a future on, you know, one of these football teams to win the championship, you can essentially double the odds. I think that's where you take advantage of something like this. Like, it, the Packers are like three to one to win the Super Bowl. But you go find a ticket on on the prop swap that's like three, three and a half to one. But if it's a hundred dollar ticket, you just deposit fifty dollars, you get fifty dollars for free. Essentially, you're betting fifty to win. You know that. So you turn a three to one ticket into a six to one ticket. I think that's how you take advantage of this promo offer. And yeah, like I said, you can you can deposit up to five hundred dollars, get that five hundred dollar deposit match. Uh, using promo code BETSPERTS. It's just that easy. And if you send us a, a screenshot of that deposit, I'll send you a free hat. I'll send you a link to a free hat. You just have free to go to the hat, store and put in hat, your information. Free hat, free hat. And I've mentioned this before because we had so much trouble with the, the I almost said blockchain, the <laughs> distribution chain, um, getting people sweatshirts. Under Armour was a pain in the butt for this. And it wasn't even their fault. It was distribution of the... The world was in a rough spot, but right now I will just send you a code to the store. You go to store.betsperts.com. You pick out your hat, enter your shipping address, and they'll just mail you one. It takes a few days. So if you do sign up, make sure to take advantage of that. If it's cold, there's a beanie. If you live somewhere warm, there's a trucker hat. A couple options for you there. And with that, we'll send you to the weekend tomorrow. We'll see you guys.